0: It's Sunday, April 30th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. A man went next door with a rifle and began shooting his neighbors, killing an eight-year-old and four others inside a house near Houston, Texas. After the family asked him to stop firing rounds in his yard because they were trying to sleep, authorities said Saturday. San Jacinto County Sheriff Greg Capers said authorities were still searching for the 38-year-old suspect following the shooting in the town of Cleveland, about 45 miles north of Houston. The attack was the latest act of gun violence in what has been a record pace of mass shootings in the U.S. so far this year. By late Saturday morning, Sheriff Capers said authorities were using scent tracking dogs and an overhead drone in search of the suspect. Authorities believe he was intoxicated at the time of the shooting and then fled toward a heavily wooded forest a few miles from the scene. In other news, California air regulators on Friday voted to ban diesel truck sales by the year 2036. The California Air Resources Board unanimously approved the measure called Advanced Clean Fleets, which would prohibit the sale of new diesel big rigs by the year 2036 and force trucks to produce zero emissions by the year 2042. New commercial trucks, such as garbage trucks, delivery trucks, and other medium and heavy-duty vehicles would need to convert to electric under the rule. Ending diesel truck sales in such a dramatic timeline is part of California Governor Gavin Newsom's plan to crack down on pollution in the state. Critics claim the transition will be extremely costly and burdensome for the industry, which also does not yet have the infrastructure to support zero-emission trucks. The American Trucking Association slammed California's adoption of the regulation, which now must be approved or rejected by the EPA within the Biden administration. In world news, hundreds of Americans fleeing two weeks of deadly fighting in Sudan reached the East African nation's port Saturday in the first U.S.-run evacuation, completing a dangerous land journey under escort of armed drones. Unmanned American aircraft, which have been keeping an eye on overland evacuation routes for days, provided armed overwatch for a bus convoy carrying 200 to 300 Americans over 500 miles to Port Sudan, a place of relative safety, U.S. officials said. The U.S., which had none of its officials on the ground for the evacuation, has been criticized by families of trapped Americans in Sudan for initially ruling out any U.S.-run evacuation for those among an estimated 16,000 Americans in Sudan who wished to leave. U.S. Special Operations troops briefly flew to the capital, Khartoum, April 22nd to airlift out American staffers at the embassy and other American government personnel. Back in the U.S., some engineers for the FAA wanted to ground the Boeing 737 MAX soon after a second deadly crash, but top officials in the agency overruled them, according to a government watchdog. The Inspector General of the Transportation Department said in a new report that FAA officials wanted to sort out raw data about the two crashes and held off grounding the plane despite growing international pressure. The Inspector General's office said that it reviewed emails and interviewed FAA officials. The investigation revealed that individual engineers at the Seattle office recommended grounding the airplane while the accident was being investigated, based on what they perceived as similarities between the accidents. FAA officials at headquarters in Washington, D.C. and the agency's Seattle office opted not to ground the plane. Instead, they waited for more detailed data to arrive, the watchdogs said in the report, which was made public Friday. And, the surging Mississippi River was cresting in Iowa on Saturday as melting snow from Minnesota and Wisconsin continues to push up river levels, the National Weather Service said. The Weather Service said the river was cresting between 23 and 24 feet in Dubuque, a city on the Mississippi about 200 miles east of Des Moines. The river is not expected to see many record crests in the next week, but the Weather Service said Saturday's levels would come close to 1993 and 2001 records between 23.9 and 25.4 feet as the river moves down its 2,300-mile length before reaching the Gulf of Mexico.